0: Good afternoon. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Roberta Diaz-Brinton, Professor of Pharmacology and founding director of UA's new Center for Innovation in Brain Science. Robbie's research focuses on understanding the aging brain's vulnerability to Alzheimer's disease and on developing promising therapeutic approaches. Welcome, Robbie. Thank you, Leslie. Tell us about how your work on Alzheimer's disease led you to discover important differences between how male and female brains age.
1: We began our research really addressing the question of why are women at a two-fold greater lifetime risk of developing Alzheimer's disease? Two-thirds of all people with Alzheimer's disease are women. And so from a scientific perspective, we really asked what is occurring in that brain The female brain is undergoing a transition during the endocrine time of the perimenopause, and that that transition state is switching the brain from utilizing glucose as its primary fuel to utilizing a secondary fuel. And that system works well for most people. And in some people, that transition state creates a vulnerability.
0: And what is that second system?
1: That second system is utilizing fat, lipids, as a fuel source to generate ketone bodies. And the brain is the most lipidated organ of the body. And that is what creates the vulnerability. The brain utilizes almost exclusively glucose and only utilizes ketone bodies derived from fat under two conditions. One, when a a child is being breastfed a high lipid diet from breast milk, and the other is under starvation. So the brain at risk is really a brain that is undergoing a starvation adaptation. And why is it starving? Because there's a decline in the ability of the brain to transport glucose, to metabolize glucose, and to generate energy from glucose. And are those processes different in women? Processes of a kind of the biochemical and genomic pathways are the same. What's different in women is that system is regulated by estrogen. And the loss of estrogen induces a, about a 20 to 25% decline in that glucose metabolism system. And the adaptation to respond to that decline in glucose is to now utilize the starvation fuel. You have
0: a huge new grant. Congratulations on this multimillion-dollar grant from the National Institutes of Health. Can you tell us about the specific therapeutic approaches that you're developing
1: based on the research you've already done? One is to now begin to look at this complex interaction between the four major risk factors for developing Alzheimer's disease, age, being female, having the APOE4 gene, and having a mother with Alzheimer's. We began working on a neurosteroid that is generated by all of us, but in women, they generate a great deal of allopregnetolone, a metabolite of progesterone that we call allo, A-L-L-O. Women generate a lot of aloe during the third trimester of pregnancy, and what we discovered is that aloe is promoting regeneration of neural stem cells. And so we have, over the course of decades now, developed understanding of how aloe works in the brain and strategies to now translate that into a clinical trial to be the first regenerative therapeutic for Alzheimer's disease.
0: That's so exciting because there is currently no
1: cure for a neurodegenerative disease. Is that true? That's correct. And in the 21st century, there's not a single cure for a single neurodegenerative disease. And that leads me into the mission of the Center for Innovation in Brain Science, which is to address that critical unmet need. Our approach is to shift the paradigm from bench to bedside to now bedside to bench to start with the person affected or at risk in mind and determine using a precision medicine approach what is the best therapy for that person at that time.
0: Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.